Alrighty, folks, welcome to Behind the Buttons, our show where we recap what goes into building the fastest growing media company, at least in upstate New York. My name is Jack. Today I'm joined by Taylor and a very special guest, Aaron Harks. Hello. Comedian, musician, and glasses enthusiast. <laughs> Welcome to the, the show. Frames. Thank you for having me. Did you ever think you would make it to the Behind the Buttons? I didn't. I didn't. Because you, you didn't know what it was, right? I, well, I mean, I've been dreaming of it since longer than you guys have been alive. Oh. <laughs> there we go. I manifested this whole thing. There you we go. did. <laughs> uh, we've, we've been friends for probably like a decade on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we have a very peculiar common denominator. And I think we're the only two people in upstate New York who have it. We were both on Jimmy Fallon's instant songwriter segment at different times. Okay. Battle of the instant bands. I was battle of the instant rappers. Oh. And it was the first time I ever rapped or performed rapping in my life. And I did it on national television. And I can tell by your face that it went amazingly. I I think I did pretty good for... That being my resume, I lost. I went up against a really good guy, but uh, great experience. Oh, you say, well, I won. Okay, well. When I did it. What'd you win? <laughs> um, I think a gift card to a guitar center, but the other musicians <laughs> in the band got to keep their, their instruments. And I was like, I wrote the song. I named the band. I made us what we were in 20 minutes. Wow. Do you remember your song title? Yeah. What was it? Free Jimmy. Free Jimmy. Oh, that could that could win you right there. Well, they yeah. told you to play up to him, and I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How'd you get on it in the first place? I honestly wasn't even paying attention. Uh, we were there just to see the show, and they walked by, and they were like, who is a musician? And my mom grabbed my hand and, like, threw it up, and I'm like, no, get out of here. And they were like, pulled me up, and I'm like, I wanted nothing to do with it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know. I didn't want to put myself in a position where I was going to be embarrassed, obviously, and uh, they said, what do you play? And I said, piano and guitar. And they were like, wait over here. And then later on, they were asking other questions. I was like, actually, I sing better than I do either of those things. So they were like, okay, then go over there. And I was like, all right. And I had to sing like two bars of Smells Like Teen Spirit. And next thing you know, I'm in the SNL dressing room writing songs with strangers and about to go on national TV. It was like a literal blur. That is so crazy. We literally manifested it for Jack. Speaking of, we were down to see Jimmy Fallon and Jack was in his late night era, which he's still in. It's like a huge part of our inspiration for the show. And we got tickets to go down. It was my first time going. And all day before the show, Jack was like, you know, I just think like something's going to happen. I think something's going to happen. We're waiting in that line. And I'm like, what do you mean something's going to happen? Like, I didn't understand what he meant. He's like, well, sometimes they do this thing. I'm like, what are the chances? Like, we're going to see J-Lo and Lenny Kravitz. Let's just be happy. And actually, it's Jennifer Aniston, not J-Lo. Yes. And sure as shit, some guy comes to the line and says, who can rap? And he had to go back down. So it was like probably 48 hours, 72 hours of in between time, but he literally thought it was going to happen and it did. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, I I had to audition. They made it seem like they just plucked us from the crowd. So yours was all the same day? Yeah, like the same hour. So like true instant songwriting. Yeah. I like signed up. They sent me an email and they said, they sent me an email with a song title and they say, you have 12 hours to respond with a video with this kind of like to test to make sure I was good. So someone who went before me must have been really bad. (laughs) <laughs> so I, want to I can't imagine that. how that would go poorly. But. <laughs> so I sent it back. I had to do one called Lobster House. And I had my Kramer lobster Hawaiian shirt that I wore. Yep. And then I went to the show and my song was Froggy Style. 
<laughs> I still got it. All right. I got the lyrics printed out on my wall. Great moment in my life. And uh, so it's funny that we came full circle because that's, that, I think that's how you first came on my way, radar way back when. Okay. Who did you do it first? Did you do it before, Aaron? No, you did it first. Yeah, I did it 2013. Uh, 2010. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it's like crazy to me. I still get work because of that. That's like, so cool. Yeah. Like out of state gigs when I tour and stuff. And then I get people that are like, Hey, you were on the uh, the Jimmy Kimmel. And I'm like, Fallon. <laughs> and they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would remember better than you. Right. But- Different coast. But yeah, yeah. See, I mean, Jimmy. Yep. Free Jimmy. Free Jimmy. Free Jimmy. <laughs> good times. Good times. Um, we kick off the show each episode with Peaks and Pits. Peaks and Pits is delivered by Melio. Peaks and Pits is delivered by Melio. Melio offers pickup and delivery to hundreds of local restaurants in the Capital Region. Melio is the best option available because not only are they local, they're based in Latham, they charge the restaurants less than national competitors, and you get cash back with every order. Download the Melio app today, and next time you get food to go, make it Melio. So this is your first time on the show, so we just want to hear something really good or really bad that you've gone through this last week or two, so... Uh, we'll start with the newbie. All right. Well, the peak, obviously, was uh, last night's comedy show. I was very excited. It was a last-minute kind of thing. I noticed the room when I was there playing music a couple of weeks ago, and somehow in less than two weeks, uh, we sold out the room of 50. I got to run my set for an upcoming special, and it couldn't have gone any better. Like, I was just full of gratitude all night long. I, I felt, I still feel really great about it. There's a lot of, I'm very nervous about things that are coming up and the chance to be able to practice it and have like a receptive audience. And it just, it couldn't have gone any better. So mm-hmm. that was definitely a peak. Uh, the pitfall was having to get up really early to drive to New York to get my passport um, that I've been waiting for for almost two months now. I did everything right. I had a a name change because I got married, married name withheld. And um, they were like, oh, yeah, if you do it with this and that and expedite and everything and $300, it'll be there. And, like, I realized last week that I still hadn't gotten it. And I started calling them and the number either said call back or it was busy or you would just get disconnected. And after three days of calling, I finally got through. They somehow squeezed me in for an appointment. They were like, you have to come. It has to be this time. It has to be here. And I went and they were like, oh, it got shipped last night. It'll be at your house when you get home. Oh, my God. Are you going somewhere that you need the passport? I am. Well, my husband and I were originally going to go to Hawaii, so I didn't need the new passport. Changing your name is a complete ass ache, by the way. Like, I mean, it makes me regret the whole marriage thing altogether. Like, I'm (laughs) like, this is just the worst I was trying to be romantic and that's where I went wrong. And so I did the license and that was, that took forever and all the other things were taking forever. So I was like, I'm not, I'm going to do the passport when I have more energy and we were going to Hawaii. So I didn't need it. And then we changed our mind and decided to go to the Caribbean. And I was like, I should probably get that done then. But I called first because my old passport was completely fine. I just didn't want any trouble at the border because I have a, you know, a rocky past. And sometimes I have a really? little trouble at the border. Love and that. Yeah. You really do? I really do. What happened? Oh, um, I've just done some things that other countries are a little uh, less lenient on. So I usually get detained whenever I travel internationally. Mexico? Really? Uh, Mexico. Mexico doesn't really care about anything. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Caribbean, sometimes, definitely Canada. Canada is just like they're... 
I mean, I can't complain as a, as a white woman. Like, I mean, I tried to complain about it one time and I realized like that people get detained for absolutely nothing. Like I deserve it. I was not a good person at one point. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, like I, I did a comedy show in Montreal one time and I was like, Google maps should uh, add how long they're going to detain you at the border when, you know, the, and like, I looked down in the front row was like all people of color. And I'm like, Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> like they looked at me like, oh, I'm like, you're, you're right. I'm, I'm a terrible person. That's funny. Yeah. That's uh that's where my peak and pick comes from. Um, then we got to go to Jonah cause he, he falls in line with that. But I was going to Montreal last week and my peak was that I got pulled over quarter mile from the border. I'm there. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can literally see the tunnel and I get pulled over. Didn't see it. Went from 65 to 55. I'm going 75. Yada, yada. And not the brightest bulb in the shed who pulled me over, you know, living way up there. <laughs> he looks at the new in- inspection stickers, which my girlfriend's car had. They just changed designs. It's, I'm not sure why, but there's articles about it. It happened. And he thought it was fake. He didn't know we like it changed and he didn't believe us. I almost had to pull up the times union article and show him, but he literally (laughs) went back to call his boss. And then he tried to like, let me off with a ticket for not updating my address on my license, but I did. And he didn't ask me. And then he comes back. He's like, uh, I was going to write you a ticket for not notifying DMV of an address change, but you did, but you didn't tell me. And I was like, dude, why, like, why would I just be running my mouth about this stuff? He needed and something. Yeah, yeah. He, he just needed a friend. Like he, and then he was just kind of standing there, like waiting for some, some solace. And I'm like, bro, my, my MO, when I get pulled over, I don't say anything. Yep. I just, yes, sir, whatever, do what I got to do. I don't, I don't say anything on top of that, though. So when he was giving me grief about not telling him a story that I didn't need to tell him was very bizarre. But it was a peak because I got away. Um, the pit shortly after, and I want you guys to weigh in on this. We get to the hotel in Montreal and I'm there with my girlfriend who sleep with every night in the same bed. And you guys both do that too, right? With my girlfriend. Yeah. All the time. (laughs) You have your, your own significant others. When you travel, do you, and you go to, when you travel and you go to a hotel with two beds and you're with your significant other who you always share a bed with, do you take advantage of the two beds and split up or do you split one bed? I do take advantage of the second bed. It's not that the first bed isn't going to be used for certain things, but when it comes time for sleeping, yeah, it's we, yeah. No, for sure not. No. You do one bed? One bed. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. The other bed is usually like to lay out my clothes and just like other things or like maybe I'm sitting on it during the day. But if we're sleeping now, we're just sleeping together and not even in a cute way. Just like yeah. that's just habit. How old is your relationship? 10 plus years almost. Oh, wow. Yeah, All it's right. been a minute. I think if it's a, if it's a king bed and you don't usually get two kings. They're like full beds. Okay. Then, yeah. yeah then I definitely split up because my, my husband is like the jolly green giant. And so like <laughs> I, I do that for him. Yeah. More than me, but I'm dying to know what side you're on for this. Like, I, was there a disagreement? I was ecstatic. I'm like a kid in a candy shop. I'm like our own beds, and she was. <laughs> it was it was it was the only fight we had all weekend. Oh. She was like, "Are you kidding?" She's like, and, you know, getting all upset about it. And I'm like, 
This is great. That this is great is a little much. <laughs> I'm like bouncing from back and forth. We got our own bitch. We I got actually our own pictured bitch. that for some reason, you bouncing back and forth without you even telling me. Wow. See, we did sleep separate though. And I had one of the best nights sleep of all time. And then in the morning, I jumped over to hers and we had a great time. It was like nothing ever happened. Like you yeah. didn't just have those previous eight hours. Yeah. Hmm, that's that's risky biz. I think if you're like in the, the kids biz, like you got kids, I think people do that because like your sleep is allegedly more important so you don't really care um but for you i mean you're sleeping in a base what's your bed now full queen queen with dogs with two dogs yeah so, so I we get had it. no and dogs both very tall people as you know basically so kids I, you know. so we got away from the kids all right it's very important to rejuvenate in montreal you were only there for one night or two two did, did you do it both nights yeah you slept and no regrets nights. and i recently saw the seinfeld episode where george's dad talks to kramer and because Kramer notices they have separate beds and his dad's like, listen, 30 years ago, we made an agreement and it was one of the best decisions we ever made. People do say that when you get old, for sure. But then yeah. it's health related. Like I just think not. to some degree, sharing a bed compromises your sleep. Depends on the size of the bed. Again, I mean, we don't have pets or kids. We have no excuse. We just like our space sometimes, you know, if like I said, if it's a king bed, we have plenty of room. But if you go in a hotel and there's like two queens or like worse, two full, like two full, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to test it next time. I'll see. Just get real jazzed about it and see what he says. I'd be the one to get my feelings <laughs> hurt though, for sure. Yeah. I don't blame Like if you, if you were like, oh, cool, two beds. And he was like, oh, thank God. And you were like, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. That was a joke. Interesting. <laughs> but all good otherwise. However, Jonah did not have as great of a travel experience. Uh, producer Jonah on the board tried to take his first vacation. He's our first full-time employee, Aaron, and we approved a two-week vacation for him to go to Europe, and uh, how many days did it last? Uh, 24 hours. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, trouble at the border, indeed. <laughs> Which border? Uh, the border of Iceland, of all places. <laughs> like, the friendliest possible country imaginable. I was going to say, they let anybody in. I know, right? You'd it's think so. You. They let very few people in. They're like Mexico country. of the North. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I was detained and deported from Iceland due to passport issues. So I feel your pain, Aaron. No, mm, no, yes. that's way worse that than what worse. I endured. It's what worse. was your what was your passport issue? Yeah, so in order to really enter any country in Europe, you really shouldn't have your passport expire within six months. And mine did. I've had it for 10 years. I've taken it on some incredible adventures. So you just don't think. You're like, oh, sweet. One last joyride with a passport full of stamps. Let's add a couple more. And uh, yeah, so I land in, in Iceland where I just have a connecting flight. And so I cross, I try to cross over to the next gate and uh, I check my passport and then I make a phone call and then people start scrambling and then the police come around the corner and then I'm detained in Iceland. It's like five in the morning and um, I don't really have a checkered pass though. So I was like, what, what could this possibly be? You know, you didn't and, know that it was expired. I, mm, no. Oh, yeah. But they let me leave America. Which blows my mind. That, they, yeah, they, they shouldn't leave. have done that. Yeah, and so uh, I came back, uh, 24 hours of, of traveling, a couple planes, and I get back, and I just take an entire day, and I just like lock myself in my house. I'm like, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not thinking about anything. And I uh, gave myself some time to kind of come to terms with the loss of an adventure. Ugh. And um, But well, we'll, we'll be back. We'll get, we'll, we'll get another vacation approved, right? What was, right, you, what was your final destination? Uh, so I was going to Denmark. I was going to Copenhagen for a week there. And then I was going to the Middle East. I was going to Israel. And, uh, you know, I was going to float in the Dead Sea and cold plunge in the 
canals in Denmark and I, all those crazy adventures that just couldn't happen. What's the next step? Like when they deported you, like, mm-hmm. could you, could you have technically speaking gotten, I mean, say no password issue. Could you fly again anytime once the passport is back to normal or yes. did you get a slap on the wrist? It, it was a slap on the wrist, right? They had a, some paperwork and they're like, you can sign it, but you don't have to sign it. I'm like, all right, why would I, why would I sign this if I don't have to sign yeah, it? Right? Um, but yeah, so I have like this pretty official looking document that's like, uh, refused entry at the border and my name printed on it and like a whole serial number. So you better believe I'm framing that for sure. But <laughs> it was, it, I mean, it was a slap on the wrist and they were nice. They booked me another flight, you know, back to who to pays New for York. that flight? Uh, the airline. They, they, I was going to, mm-hmm. I was asking my family that mm-hmm. when I heard the news, but you know who pays for the rest of the flights, not the airline. I missed out on a whole bunch of flights that I had planned throughout those two weeks. And uh, note to self, like get the travel insurance. Yeah. Ooh. Like who who here gets travel insurance? No. I don't because I got it the last time I got it. Well, I usually only fly Delta. I'm a total Delta snob and Why? I, they just take really, really good care of me. Mm-hmm. I get upgraded all the time. Like I always yeah. joke that my husband's holding me back because he doesn't have like the Delta card. <laughs> like I pay for everything with it. So yeah. like I just get taken really good care of. And when, right. when things go wrong, they make it right. Yep. And um I got travel insurance for a trip uh to Chicago. And I couldn't leave when I wanted to because the friend that I was staying with got COVID. And so I was like, well, I got the travel insurance. And they were like, well, you don't have COVID. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go get COVID. Right. And they were like, well, it's not. And then they're like, the fine print for the travel insurance said that it wasn't, you. it couldn't be a COVID related thing. And I'm like, that's the only reason I got the insurance in 2021. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up like losing out on a $400 flight to Chicago and had to just rebook a flight for a couple days later. Damn. Would have that, yeah, would have that come under the terms? I See, I don't know. I didn't read I don't the think terms. you getting deported like, comes under the terms. <laughs> yeah, so true, travel guys. insurance you have to be very careful with right. because it's kind of a scam, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I ever get it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing I did, I did, I think I protected my Taylor Swift tickets. That's a uh, no. That's, just, that's on par with it. Only because they were Taylor Swift tickets. I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna add the whatever, like 30, 40 bucks, because I don't want her to cancel a tour on me. Are Jeez. you a Swifty? I'm not. No. No. Okay. No judgment. I just I'm not. Well, just the face you're making looks pretty judgy. No, okay. I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, but with travel insurance, you have to be careful. Like they could have some like clause. It's like, oh no, it's not for uh, men named Jack over six feet tall. Like they'll really yeah. like stick it to you like that. Yeah. Just. And like, I feel like your best option for complaining is tweeting. Sure. For and sure. Going yeah. viral. I think that's the only way you resolve issues in the air, airline world. I helped my husband get an upgrade and like a $400 travel voucher because they were r- rough with his bike when he was flying home. And he's like, I need your help. And I'm like, I'm on it, baby. And tweeting. I posted it and they like came and found him in like the airport and they were like, sir, you and your party have been upgraded and blah, blah, blah. Like, Ooh. yeah, I just... Love that. Well, people people don't need much persuasion to like just retweet something or reshare something. Mm-hmm. It's like they're all lazy. That's all that they're really like good for. Yeah. You know, it's like, can you just click this? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Big fan. I love it. You went to Mexico. I did. Your, your vacation was successful. Yeah, I would say it was pretty successful. No issues. Just son. I felt so guilty actually knowing that Jonas got sideswiped I actually felt really guilty I'm like fuck now they're both home working like I had a little FOMO for not being here um but my pit what that's that's just a great thing you have FOMO on vacation from what we do here 
mm. in the great upstate. I did. I just felt a lot of pressure. Oh, like, life is good. She loves her job. <laughs> Look, he's so happy. I am happy. It's a great thing. Yeah, like, who, I know. How many people say that? Like, no. I was on vacation and I had FOMO of what was going on at work. Yeah, I just didn't want both of you to be working without yeah, me. I, I had the pre-FOMO. I was like preparing myself for all the things I would be missing out on. No, you're just saying that now because you got deported. No, if I, was in Europe, if I was in Europe, if I was in Europe, I don't think I would feel so bad. Yeah. But Mexico is a little different. I can't believe I had no trouble because all the Mexico stories are popping off right now in the news. It's like a shit show down there. But my personal shit show was my pit that happened prior to traveling. Um, I was at my sister's in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I was just like a little hungry and I grabbed a, a candy bag off the counter and ate myself a peach ring. And, uh, I realized like pretty quickly in like the peach ring tasted like total shit and, uh, I'm not into the, the weed game at all. And I ate a 20 milligram <sighs> weed gummy that was a peach ring totally unwillingly unknowingly and down the whole thing and 20 milligrams according to my sources is probably like three times as much as somebody even with experience taking weed gummy should wow. take so i was like legitimately pissed off i was like i felt so helpless i'm like i cannot undo yeah what i have just done to myself i was with my mom and my sister we were supposed to go for like a nice dinner i wanted to enjoy a nice glass of wine and I'm sitting here just waiting for my impending doom, like the morning before a 5 a.m. flight. And that makes it worse. Ugh. Like, and I wouldn't have enjoyed it either way. But just the regret that fills you up to your, like, literally up to the tippy top. And it was disgusting. It was such a gross peach. It wasn't even like, oh, I had this nice little treat. It was a peach ring, and it was so gross. And it's so unlike me to even eat candy like that. And I just thought, all right, I'm on my vacation. Here's a little peach ring. Absolutely disgusting. Well, who leaves drugs out like that, though? I, mean, I know. That's it, ridiculous. It's rude, really. It's counter height. I'm basically a child. Yeah. And I didn't even think about reading it. I'm like, my sister's favorite candy is peach ring. So I just kind of had that, like, nostalgic, like, oh, isn't she cute? Like, Does she have kids? No, she's super immature. All and right. she's just sitting there <laughs> eating peach rings all day, I guess. So I just didn't think anything of it. And she thought it was hilarious. I thought I was like rude commenting on everybody's Instagrams when I finally got high. I like looked at a picture of this lady and her kids and I'm in my head. I'm like, those kids are so fucking ugly. <laughs> and I thought I kept thinking I commented like your kids are so fucking ugly. So when I woke up in the morning, I had all these like names in my search bar. And that I thought I had said mean things to that I wow. kept looking at their profiles to make sure that I wasn't commenting everything I was thinking in my head. Just because you forgot every 10 seconds. You were yes. like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> I, Shit, yes. did I do that? Literally all, right, I'm good. all night. I'm just laying in bed. Thank God I went to sleep at like seven o'clock and it was it was good for the rest. But the peach rings were brought to Mexico and the people who wanted them enjoyed them thoroughly. I just was not one of them. And then my sister had the nerve to buy real peach rings at the fucking airport. <laughs> I'm like, this is why we got into this mess in the first place. Like, we're literally on the flight home, and she bought a bag of peach rings. And she asked me if I wanted one. I said, no. <laughs> is it bad that I want to meet her now? I'll never have a, she, she probably wanted to sabotage me. I'll never have a fucking peach ring again. Yeah. As long as I live. Peach ring SD. PRSD. I, yeah, I'm not doing it again. It was so not worth it. It's just not my bag, baby. That's, yeah. Un, un, uh. Unintentional drugs is... Yeah, uh, like I literally drugged mice. If you want yeah. to take it to that level of drama, it's not that bad. But like <laughs> 20 milligrams is allegedly a lot. Headline, the Botanista got drugged in Mexico. By herself. It <laughs> she was her roofied herself. <laughs> she roofied herself. Yep. No big deal. Oh, That's man. That's my pet. 
Well, I'm glad you made it safely. The back. pit of a peach ring. Where in Mexico? I was in Playa del Carmen, which is like 45 minutes south of Cancun. I'm familiar. Yeah, it's a good spot. Did you go over to Cozumel at all? No, we th- we thought about it. I looked at it from the beach, but uh, it was a pretty quick trip. Really just like a sun and sand yeah. type of AK, but it was nice. Was the sargassum okay? What does that mean? The seaweed? No. It was so much seaweed. Oh. It was a lot, but they cleared it. They did a really good job of like every morning we'd go like get coffee and they have these huge dumpsters and dumpsters and they just clear the seaweed out. It's crazy. In the beach, the tides were crazy. So there's really not a ton of beachfront. You go to like these beach clubs, so you have your own chairs and whatnot. But if you were just like a regular person that didn't want to go to a beach club, you really only had from like you to the wall of like actual sand that you could sit on. But yeah, the seaweed was not ideal. Yeah. My husband and I used to go there or Tulum. Like I want to go there next. Yeah, we will go like once a year and we kind of had to change it up because if you go to Cancun, they do a really great job of cleaning up all the seaweed because they can't afford to lose any tourism money. Right. But like south of that, they're like, eh. Like they think that the government should handle it and the government thinks that they should handle it and they've just been at odds for years. So. I didn't know that it was like a huge problem. It is I could a huge tell problem. by the dumpsters that it was not ideal, but yeah, Ugh. it was a lot. And it doesn't smell it good. It smells yeah. terrible. So mm-hmm. it's just from washing up into the beach yeah. Yeah. and they clean it out? Yeah, well, like some in Cancun, they have boats out there that just rake it right out of the water. Like you can't tell there was ever any sargassum out there mm-hmm. wow the further sargassum. south you get yeah i, I was I like saying sarcasm yeah you know sargasm sargasm is that seaweed in a different yeah. language um not or a different language different it's, it's i i maybe different maybe, seaweed. It's, maybe it's latin i'm fancy Are you being just sarcasm? Gonna have to try and, i am being very sarcasm right now <laughs> and if you don't sleep in separate beds you can't get a sargasm when no. you're on vacation <laughs> you are sargasm proof that's Courtney. gonna be my new excuse not to do beach vacations sarcasm <laughs> Sarcasm. Sargasm. Yeah, I actually smell that. Yeah, it smells terrible. <laughs> it's very dry. When it, when it gets dry, it smells. So the drier uh, the sarcasm, yeah. the smellier it is. Ew, that is gross. <laughs> I do like seaweed salad, though. Same. Um, you know what else I like? Um, peanut butter cookie ice cream from Stewart's. No, I haven't tried it. You still couldn't get it? I went. We went last night. We, we Actually, I think we may have messed up royally. So I'm in search of Stewart's peanut butter cookie ice cream. Okay. For no particular reason other than the fact everybody wants it. Taylor got it, and it's very hard to find. There's it just like a, keeps selling out? Yeah, it's a yeah, very it's limited edition. Shelves. It's one of the most popular flavors. They drop it once a year or so, and it's all the rage right now. So I went to my local Stewart's. I looked. She said, we don't have it, but it's coming tomorrow. That was yesterday. I took our whole team there. We scavenged the whole place, but I think we didn't look in the right spot. Because a lot of people are sending me tips like this place has it, that place has it, yada, yada. And they said it's not in the main cooler. It's up by the novelty pops by the cashier, which Whoa, is not. Whoa, they had to guard that I don't shit know if now? we looked. I checked. It was not there. You looked? I looked there. All right, I feel better. So they don't even have it like behind the counter to like to get it in a cone? No, it's half gallons only. Yeah. Why are they trying to be difficult? I don't know. It's don't, just hot. Don't you have any pull? I do. You know what you yeah, should do right so now? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, call Susan. Who's Susan? Oh, Susan Dake? Who's Susan? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm a Gary guy. Wow. Unfortunately, I don't have Susan's number, but we do have Gary Dake's number, so. I was so impressed with you up until this point, but. Okay. All right. All right. Susan. Let's call Gary. This is Gary Dake. Leave a message after the tone. Oh, at the tone. 
We'll call my four. No peanut butter ice cream for you. All right. Well, we got to kill five minutes. We did say four thirty. Oh, uh, we were actually planning to call him because uh, we are kicking off second annual two buttons deep Stewart shops pint madness. Awesome. Yes. Did you see anything about that last year? I did not. Okay. Do you have a grasp of what it is? Yes. Okay. It is NCAA style competition. I did see that. I'm sorry. Of yes. the top sixteen Stewart's pint flavors of the year. Last year, guess which one won? It's not peanut butter cookie. I would think it would be crumbs along the Mohawk. Good, no. that's an excellent Good. guess. That was that was in the finals. That was top sixteen, but that did not win. Hmm. Jonah, do you remember? Uh, I don't remember, but I, I was rooting for Philly Vanilla myself. Simple, like to the point. I was I was embarrassed to say what my favorite yeah. flavor was. No, because I'm not, no, I thought, no shame in that. Right? Philly Vanilla. It's so good. So good. Oh. Uh, Philly Vanilla was number two last year. That's robbery. In the top pints, but not in Pint Madness. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's number two selling, but yeah, that did pretty poorly. Was it, was it Peanut Butter Pandemonium? Peanut butter, pandem- peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter came in second, and chocolate chip cookie dough won. Really? And chocolate chip cookie dough was number one. That's such a snooze fest for me, but yeah. it's a crowd pleaser, I guess. Basic. I feel like so basic. I'm not a huge fan. I guess it gets the kids going, you know, like you're buying your Stewarts for your family. It's kind of a crowd pleaser, but I was not thrilled with that because the people vote. So, like, you know, my heart was in for, like, tiramisu, and I don't even think that made the top 16. Maybe it did this year. Yeah. There used to be one called, it was either cookie candy or candy cookie. And it was like, it was before I got sober. So it was at least 13 years ago. But I used to go like every day for it. And then they stopped. They like discontinued it. And of course, you know, in my own ego, I'm like, did I not eat enough that you could just discontinue this flavor like that? 100%. I've had those moments. It tasted like a sugar can sugar cookie with like M&Ms. Like Ooh. broken m It was... Well, we can put a word in because I noticed they are bringing back some flavors. There's a brownie one right now. Yeah. Brownie points. Gary, yeah, brownie points. Gary. If you need some. Gary, call <laughs> if us If he leaves back. us hanging, I'm going to be No, kind of he's upset. not. He literally moved a meeting around. I think I thought we said 445, so. Are we you said wait 430 to, to 445. Are you going to wait for him to or call Or he back? just doesn't know Jonah's number and he doesn't answer no randos. No, we mm. told him that already, though. But that, <laughs> I was shocked. Right? We, we recently interviewed Paul Harding at Harding and Mazzotti. And the, my biggest shock about that whole ordeal was he said, anybody can call and ask for him and get him on the phone right away. Yeah, they don't screen any of his calls. And did you try? I, we should try. I almost did. Um, I didn't want to be rude to the communication people and bypass them, but I needed in the video, he showed us his mother. And then he said, you know, her name was Dorothy Harding, but then she has a Ukrainian name before she came. And it wasn't in the obituary or anywhere. And I'm like, I, and we do subtitles on the videos. So I needed the spelling of it. And it was coming down to crunch time. And I'm like, oh, crap. Do I go through our, you know, our point of contact there? Or do I test if he answers the phone? <laughs> and I, I thought about it. Didn't want to uh, ruffle any feathers. So <sighs> I asked them and they got back real quick. Well, why don't we call them now while we're waiting for Gary? <laughs> <laughs> just call all the just, heavy hitters. Just call the heavy hitters and ask yep. them what their favorite Stewart's ice cream flavor is. That's pretty yeah. crazy. I, want, I mean, I believe it would be true. If he's in the office, right? Or even if he's not, you can just leave a message. True. Um, let's try Gary again. <laughs> Spend five minutes, right? Yeah. Hello, Gary Dick. 
Gary, how are you? I'm great, thank you. It's good to hear from you. How's your day going? Very good, thank you. So, you know why you're here, right? I know why I'm here. Pint Madness is coming up, and I need you Very to be honest with me. Are you more excited I... for Pint Madness or the NCAA tournament? Oh, definitely Pint Madness. Nice. Love it. Hi, Gary. How you doing, Taylor? I'm great, thanks. Uh, Gary, also on the line, we have Aaron Harks, a local musician and comedian. And Stewart's fan, for sure. Love to hear that. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, before we get into the top 16, um, I just want to know, why am I having such a hard time finding peanut butter cookie ice cream? Well, you know, sometimes we're a victim of our own success. <laughs> um, the, uh, the demand has been so great that it's kind of outstripped our, our supply. We put out an initial supply that we thought was going to be plenty, and lo and behold, customers just ran away with it, and uh, we are doing our best to get everybody back in stock, and you, you should be able to find it a lot more easily soon. I'm going to keep looking every day until I find it. I've gotten some tips. Do you know if it's in the full freezer, or do you keep it up by the, the novelty pops? Well, it, it should, it depends on the store. So I, the stores that have the uh, uh, ice cream cabinet right in front of the, uh, right underneath the cash register, it would be there. Otherwise, it would be in the full freezer. So right. It's a trick question. So it's going to depend on which <laughs> store you frequent. I go to the Schenectady one. And I also... Oh, the only one in Schenectady? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I go, no, I... Like saying this, you went to the store on Route 9. You got you to be a little more specific than that. Right. Burn. I went to the one that doesn't sell hot dogs. Oh, okay. I know that one. Is... The, the one where we're, uh, we're next to Mr. Mike. Yes. Is that the only yep. stores that doesn't sell hot dogs, or did I make that up? It used to be. We've got a couple stores down south where we pulled out, but that was a deal we made with Mr. Mike's when we moved in there. And as long as Mr. Mike's is there, we will honor that deal, and we will refrain from selling hot dogs. Wow. Class act. Noble. Love that. Um, one other thing I want to touch on is you guys are full force in the merch game, which you can order online. And the only state you haven't shipped out to is South Dakota. And you, you, t you tweeted about it. Is there any update there? I, I checked this morning. South Dakota is still a holdout. I don't know if they're busy watching Mount Rushmore, they're snowed in. I don't know what it is, but they still have not gotten the word out there. So we, we need somebody who's got family or friends in South Dakota to uh, you know, order a hat or a hoodie or a travel mug or something. But uh, they, they are the last holdout of the 50 states. Even Alaska and Hawaii are already in the game. And it's not like South Dakota to be lagging behind like that. No, totally. We expect better of South Dakota. What if, right. how about we pick a date, like June 1st, and if you don't get an order by then, you ship me and Taylor out there, and we'll go door to door until somebody places an order. You know, I, I, I know better than to say yes to you. <laughs> <laughs> this could end badly for me. Come on, we've always wanted to go there. It's such a bucket list destination. <laughs> All right, I heard I'm yes sure to that's not the top of your list. Having looked at your, uh, your, your Instagram lately, I think you find uh, sunnier places to go this time of year. Fair. That's true. But uh, all right, we got to get into business here. Um, 
We launched Pint Madness last year with the top 16 selling pints, not ice cream total, not gallons, not scoops, pints. So, uh, Gary, can you present this year's top 16? Should we go top to bottom or bottom to top? I will leave that entirely up to you, sir. We'll let our guest decide, Aaron. Bottom to top. Bottom to top. All right. Start with number 16. This is a selection Friday. Yes. Selection Selection Friday. Yes. Coming in at number 16, Bark in the Dark. Nice. Bark in the Dark. At number, fi- at number 15, Salty Caramel Gelato. Ooh. The only gelato that cracked the top 16. Okay. That's a new one. At, at number 14, Black Sweet Cherry, an oldie but a goodie. Does that have cherry at, chunks in it? It does. It's okay. delicious. You should try that flavor. It's a great flavor if you like cherry. Taylor loves it. it no, Gary, sorry. That's not my favorite, I don't think. Should have some more than Women's International Women's Day. <laughs> Maybe true. At number 13, Blueberry Pie in the Sky, a relative newcomer. That was your favorite from the summer. Yes, that was me and uh, Olympian Tommy Mooney's favorite from the summer. That's right. right. I forgot that. It's a great flavor. Maybe that's 12, why it made the list, I would say. There we go. It could be. Could be. At number 12, another oldie but goodie, strawberry ice cream. Just straight up strawberry? All right. Straight up strawberry. Really? Classic. Interesting. At number 11, we have espresso therapy. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I would like to have seen that in the top 10, but that's a good one. It's a type of therapy I like. Getting into number 10, we have a seasonal flavor of tiramisu ice cream. Yes, that's, that's a oh. that's a classic. I love that one. And I, you know what? If I'm correct, Gary, that did not make it last year it in did the top not make sixteen. It last year. Love definitely it. did not. Beautiful. See, that could be I definitely me. played a role in that. I do espresso therapy and tiramisu anytime you have a two for deal. Yep. Glad to hear that at the Schenectady no- store. <laughs> the <laughs> Schenectady store. At number nine, we have Death by Chocolate. Okay. No complaints. At number eight, Caramel Cone Crunch. Mm-hmm. At number seven, Plain Old Chocolate. Okay. Classic. Yep. At number six, Moose Trail. Ooh. That's Moose, M-O-U-S-S-E. Ooh. A little sophistication for you there. Love that. Funny. <laughs> At number five, Chocolate Peanut Butter Cup. My personal favorite ice cream. Wow. At number four, Peanut Butter Pandemonium, which is the go. number one half-gallon seller. Yep, nice. right. At number three, a perennial favorite named after my late aunt, Philly Vanilla Ice Cream. There we yes, go. Yes, thank you. Wait, what was At your aunt's name? My Philly. aunt was Philly. Philly. Okay. Yeah. Philly Dake. Got it. Vanilla um, and vanilla. <laughs> just make yeah, sure it wasn't vanilla. <laughs> and at number two... Uh, mint cookie crumble. Yep. And number one, chocolate chip cookie dough. Really? Again. Again. All right. That Again. was our winner last year, you know. All right. Uh, so we have the top 16. Um, Gary, you want to place? I think we did a whole bracket last year, but let's just go with your top four prediction and then your winner. What are you thinking? My, my prediction for the top four um, it's easy to go with chocolate chip cookie dough and make cookie crumble. I think peanut butter pandemonium slides in. And I think 
This is the uh, this is the Cinderella pick. I think Bark in the Dark makes the final four from the 16 seed. Wow! All right, that's bold. What makes you think that? It is bold. I, Bark in the Dark is a it's a it's a little niche flavor, and it is just fabulous. And you know, I think my customer demographic trends a little bit older than your listener demographic, and uh, I I think that Bark in the Dark is going to get some traction in this thing. All right. I, can you just tell me what's in that one? Because I actually don't know. You, you don't know. No. Bark in the Dark. Let's see if I can do this off the top of my head. I, I, I haven't done a, a naming, but it's, um, uh, well, I don't want to get it wrong. So I'll just say, why don't you go out and buy one, Taylor? Okay. Ooh, look at that. See sure. how you like it. Sure. It would be embarrassing if I told you what was in it and I got it wrong. Fair enough. I'll just hop across the street and. Don't uh, disconnect just, anyone. No, I'm no, just going to grab it right from the freezer. Yeah, and just for the record, I had no trouble finding peanut butter cookie, so it could be a Jack problem. (laughs) Can I ask him about the cookie candy? Yeah. Okay, years ago, there was a flavor. It was either called cookie candy or candy cookie. Do you remember that? Oh, it doesn't. It was a, a, was it a a crunch in the name too? Cookie candy crunch or something like that? I don't remember there being a crunch, but it it tasted like a sugar cookie with like M&Ms in it or something. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that one, but only vaguely. I don't think it was a. Uh, I don't think it was a, a top seller. But that Damn. would have been just at the cone counter. <laughs> Damn. Well, look, that makes me feel better for how much ice cream I ate that year. I guess because because <laughs> that's always my answer when people say, "Why did you get rid of my favorite flavor?" Is simply that they didn't buy enough. That's impossible. That, that's why I just continue it's your fault. It, is that is impossible. I was 200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, Gary, one last thing. I heard you're, uh, you're having your own festival this year. My own festival? Yes. Steak Fest. What? Oh, yes. Yes. I, they, they, uh, the, the committee that's doing the, uh, the fundraiser for the Dake Foundation asked permission if they could just call it Dake Fest. And I reluctantly agreed with a small cringe, but um, yeah, it should be a great, a great event. Raise some money to, uh, you know, provide some adaptive equipment for kids with disabilities, and um, you know, it should be a great time. It's going to be out at uh, the grounds of SPAC this year, so should be a, uh, as always, a really fun party. Yeah, we'll be there. Excellent at Dakefest. Dakefest. We're going to get the people yeah. out for that. I'm excited. That sounds fabulous. Love now, it. You didn't. You didn't get to my pick. Oh, I think we got sidetracked. I think once All right. you get to that final four, mint cookie crumble is going to take it this year. Mint cookie crumble. Wow, that's my prediction. All right, I kind of hope it's not uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, but it could be the start of a good reign to a classic. That's true. All right. Um, anything else from you, Gary? No, just you know, we've got uh, you know we've got started shipping out our seasonal flavors. Strawberry Sunrise Sherbet is already in the stores. Uh, Brownie Points is shipping right now, which is brownie batter-flavored ice cream with brownie pieces and chocolate cookie crumb swirl. You know, that's that's you know, a killer flavor. Love that. Uh, and salt, the name, too. Salt, yeah, Salted Caramel Cheesecake is coming back this year because it did so well. And you got, you're going to have peanut butter pie. Peanut berry, butter berry pie. Berry berry shortcake. Like wow. Whoa. Peanut butter flavored ice cream, chocolate cookie crumble swirl, and uh, peanut butter cups. What's it going to, I ask you every time you're on the show, what's it going to take to get a two buttons deep flavor? 
Um, it's going to take a little more than you got, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. This wow. might this might be an easier yes. We've we got a actual many people inquiring. They want to see the behind the scenes of the ice cream process. Can we at least do like a, a tour of some sort? We kind of did something a few years ago, but I, I think it's time to re-up on that. I would love to do that. Get the get the two buttons deep behind the scenes and ice cream manufacturer. I right. would be Perfect. happy to do that. And possibly make our own flavor. Perfect. Sounds good, Gary. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. <laughs> My pleasure, sir. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. We'll talk to you later. Enjoy the day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. I wanted to tell him I'll be tripping chocolate chip cookie dough balls at the Dake Fest, but I thought that would be too much. <laughs> I had to stop myself there. Take a couple peach rings. Yeah, I was trying to come up with a little joke that wouldn't slip by him. But uh, yeah, do they have peach ring flavored ice cream? They're gonna now. They did. I feel like they had a peach flavor at one point. What if they make the two buttons deep flavor peach? I think they peach probably should. Rings. Yeah. love that. <laughs> two peach rings deep. Um, yeah, I need, right. to, I need to meet Susan. She was in all the commercials. Okay. Yeah, well, from my youth, like Susan is iconic. It's like okay. Susan Stewart's. Yeah, like just yeah. wow. I think this is uh, the different, slight different in That's generation fine. speaking. That's fine. Here. We we've established that. Yes. It's all right. <laughs> I don't think we did though. I'm old school Susan. That was good. Love insight from Gary. That's yeah. an interesting sweet sixteen, if you ask me. I th- I think the top eight is almost the exact same, which just must mean you know those are the staples. People have their routines, but I think the last eight are all fresh, which is good. Yeah, you know what I'll say about pints too. I think that's different than half gallon. Is like you can eat a whole pint to yourself. So like maybe your flavor choices when you're picking up a pint are a little bit more selfish than like if you're buying a half gallon that you know you inevitably have to share. Mm-hmm. But like a pint could be a one-nighter depending on what kind of night you're having. So that's why I just get a cone and yeah. go home because I'm an addict, man. Yeah. If you give me a half gallon, I'm going to eat yep. a half gallon. Yeah, I'm a cone girl yeah. too, actually, for sure. Uh, predictions. Who's going to win? We don't I, We don't have to do top four, but winner. Hmm. I think we could really influence this if we got behind tiramisu team tiramisu and just push people to go for tiramisu we're not supposed to influence it but why not uh i mean i guess we could but like what's in it for us i think jonah and i should team up and get philly, philly vanilla, vanilla. That top no, spot yeah no. that's I'm so ready. lame no it's, it's the not best lame. It's, it's classic philly vanilla very special flavor, according to Gary. I want to know what's different between Philly vanilla and regular vanilla. So can you ask it's got him little that beans next time? In it. Yeah. Is that it? Like yeah, it's like a vanilla bean. Yeah. yeah. So your team, you think Philly vanilla is going to take home. What do you think, Jack? Uh, I'm pushing for tiramisu. Are you kidding? I mean, it, that's now, what my heart... Realistically... Oh, espresso therapy. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I get... Just because that is what I most frequently get. Like, if I'm going to Stewart's, buying a pint, I always lie. I always... Me and my girlfriend like, all right, let's split the pint. And then we end up just having it all. Yeah. Um, I'm team espresso therapy. I think you could, I think espresso therapy is a top four. Yeah. I'm going to have to check out this bark nonsense. Yeah. I, I, make- I, I wish he told me what was in it. I wanted Jonah to Google it, but I didn't want him to mess up the phone call. Bark in the park. Bark in the dark. Is bark it dog? In, bark oh. in the dark. <laughs> not, it doesn't have dog I was thinking it. about dogs. I thought it was bark in the park. I mean, with Got your it. pup state thing, you yeah. know? They do bark in the park's a real thing. That could be Um, a good one. I don't know. I think last year Gary and I were pretty similar, and this year he's saying mint cookie crumble, but I don't know. I just, peanut butter pandemonium to me is such a clat. Like, everybody loves it. Not my personal favorite. Like, I'm not, I'm just rooting for winners here. Um, So I guess I would have to say peanut butter pandemonium, but it doesn't, like, make me happy to say that. I always, I never order a peanut butter dessert 
But anytime I've ever gotten one, I've really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Like whenever it's like somebody's like, oh, here, try this. And I'm like, I don't, it's the weirdest thing. I have this like aversion to peanut butter. But every time I eat, I'm like, this is actually delicious. I don't. Peanut butter might be the most versatile food on the planet. I think so. It's up there with eggs. I mean, sweet, salty combination. Yeah. Now in the morning. What do we got? All right. Bark in the dark. Talk about sweet. Decadent, award-winning dark chocolate ice cream with a caramel swirl and white chocolate salty pretzel bark. Oh. The pretzel bark gives you the crunch of a nut without the allergen. Interesting. Even though the testimonial is, I normally don't like dark chocolate, but this dark chocolate ice cream is like no other dark chocolate ice cream out there. All right. I think I'm going to have to pick up a cone on my way out of here today. That could work. Oh, yeah. I know where I'm going. The one, Storts. The one Stewart. They're going to go the Schenectady Storts. Storts. <laughs> Storts. Um, it's funny that we announced the winner last year in Schenectady. Yes, we did. I had no did. idea I would be moving there. Yep. Get that's another manifestation. I yeah. Think. <laughs> Where do you live, Aaron? Um, I live out um, in like the Nassau area. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, best months to be an upstate New Yorker. Uh, October number one. Yeah. So we have been uh, releasing these lists. We did one last year. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, so me and Jonah put one together uh, that we launched from our account. We thought it was correct. Taylor was so uh, appalled by it that she did her own, um, <laughs> which I'll just read the top of yours and you'll get a glimpse of uh, that, that. Taylor prefers one season around here. Your top four are July, August, June, September. <laughs> Warmer <laughs> times and chiller vibes, baby. Um so my big takeaway and pretty much everybody else's was justice for October, mm. which came in at what I consider appalled, appalling seven. That's ridiculous. on my foliage, list. Yeah. Peak foliage is not even in the top half of her best months of being an upstate New Yorker. Does the fall make you sad because summer's over? You summer's just can't over. Even deal? Daylight saving. Chilly. Daylight saving is not till November. We're going to we're going to talk you into October. I just think like it's yeah, it's like the it's the beginning of the end. You know, there are things Actually, that I enjoy. Go see if Joe's here. We have to. I think we need to like have a therapy session with Joe. Why? Because um, let me show you what Joe Joe chimed in on this. A lot of people did. They're sending us their lists, and what Joe wrote really kind of made me question him. And oh, I, just, Jesus. I just want to make sure he's okay because what he uh, what he said was I bet he would agree with my list without knowing what this comment is. I bet he's more of a summer guy like me. Joe's top three, or I'll see if he can come in here. But eh, that door worked. But whatever. <laughs> it's um, direct access, though. That's like I was going to say storming the Capitol, but you're not allowed to say that anymore. <laughs> but like that's a little too direct of the access to the to the office. All right. So Joe's top three months were May, April. And March. That's a tough look. That's weird. Yeah. That's like, that's definitely, uh, you're in a deep, dark place when you say that. I mean, so, May is in my top half. But where did we land on May? May is a tough one. I, May I, was an early, I think we had it at three the first time, only because you don't think of May as an ideal month. However, that is when the trees bloom and you get uh, a sense of euphoria and all the hope. other There's hope in endorphins sure. that yeah. you lack over May the winter. May would be fourth on my list. Okay. What do we um, have? Where is Joe? Is he in a pit of despair? Joe is everywhere and nowhere. And he's not he's even not, here? Not here today. Oh, my God. Oh, and his bottom three are October, November, September. What? Oh, my God. He oh, is... No. All right. Like, this, I don't think he's okay. That's a bad take. I wouldn't even I think, ask him. Can we anymore. call him? 
Yeah, we can call. I think we like I that's actually concerning. Like you, you know. Yeah, because I tweeted at him. I said straight up, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yes." Fall is the worst season of the year. It leads to darkness and death. All Whereas right. winter leads to spring. So he's like being preemptive about his judging. His like favorite fall months sucks are the, because winter sucks. That's ridiculous. He's not living in the moment. Exactly. He is. I was thinking ahead. He's a PR guy. Oh. Yeah, but still. Yeah, I hope it's like he answers. I can't enjoy today because I'm going to die soon. Hundred <laughs> percent. April and March. I mean, come on, forget about it. No. This call is brought to you by Empire Wine. Empire Wine is our go-to spot for liquor and wine as they have the biggest selection in a newly renovated state-of-the-art facility which offers the best service, selection, and prices of anywhere in the Capital Region. Check them out in-store, order online for pickup, or get it delivered to your door. Visit EmpireWine.com to learn more. Does he have your number? Yeah, he has my number. Damn. February is the worst. This is an embarrassing right. show. Yeah, that, actually, that was the only... Um, leave a voice. Please leave your name, your number. Joe, and this is your calling. therapist calling. I'll be sure to get back to you as soon as Sounds I can. That's very nerdy. Thanks, and have a great day. Mm. At the tone, please record Sounds like he's impersonating a white man. When you are recording, <laughs> Everything's fine on. here. Press one for more options. Hey, Joe, this is your therapist calling. Just checking in about a tweet I saw where you said May, April, and March are your favorite months of the year. Uh, it's pretty problematic to anybody who read it, and uh, we're just concerned about you. So give me a call back when you can. We're live on air. Yeah, he needs to answer. He needs to own up to that. But you're right. February was the only month on both of our lists that we agreed on. Yeah, for no, sure. No, we swapped. I oh. think March is the worst because March, February, there's a glimmer of hope for people who love winter of oh. getting out, skiing. It's shorter. You go on vacation. March is just gross no matter what. It's not, it's never warm. It's just back yep. and forth. For it's me, I feel like time. March is when I start to get hope that it's starting to get warmer. So yeah. March, I feel good about. February is just always seems so gloomy and yeah. doomy to me. January, I can't stand because it's like I can deal with the coldness of December because you have Christmas lights up. Yeah. And the second you take that tree down and put the lights away, it's like <sighs> you got a long way to go. Yep. It's a probably how Joe feels in the fall. Yeah. Except mine makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> right. Poor Joe. Justice for Joe next time. Here is the official list we came up with. We got hundreds of pieces of feedback. Jonah tallied them up. Oh, 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 oh. Joe's calling back. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. The, should we answer? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Joe, are you there? I'm here. You got a minute? What's up? What's up? Uh, we're just checking in about your list. What list? Your months list. Yep. We're just concerned about you. Why? May, April, March? Yeah, of course. That's, that's the best drink. May is the, May's the greatest month, but September is the worst month of all. What? Are you insane? Are you high on drugs? Did you take a pee drink? I've never had any drug, but uh, no, I, I I stand by my list. What does March have to offer you that it doesn't offer Mar anybody March, else in the March world? Has eternal spring. It, it's the about to be spring. It's fantastic. It's, I love, but March. it's not. It's about to be spring, but it's not. No, but the thing is, September leads to death. It leads to fall, which is the worst season of all. <laughs> fall is the worst season of all. 
Yes, according to me. I feel like I'm listening to the Smiths. <laughs> what does April give to you that it does not give to anyone else? Also hope, because then it leads to May, which then leads to summer. I think what we're most concerned with is that it seems like you have trouble living in the moment because you're just predicting doom and gloom or some shimmer of hope. Why can't you just live in, in a moment? You know, because I, I live in the future. I manifest my destiny. Are you in the office right now? I might be. Are you effing kidding? <laughs> we just sent Jonah into your office and he said you're not there. I, I'm here right now. Oh my God, I hear the dog barking <laughs> in the background. Wow. Yeah. You don't sound very happy for someone who's in their third favorite month right now. <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, if you want to come into like September. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, we're, we were just worried about you. That's all. But if you want to discuss I, I, more. I, I, I'm, Taylor, I'm always concerned when, you, when you're worried about me. I'm always concerned. There you go. I appreciate it. I'm glad we got through to you here. We could chat more later. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. All right, Joe. Take care of yourself. I will try. <laughs> okay, are you a robot? Goodbye. He's wow. A, he's impersonating a white person. I <laughs> will try. Wow. I will have a nice Jonah, day. Jonah, where Thank was you. he? He was not in his office. Did he just tell you not to come? No, I looked in, wasn't there, talked to his uh, his people. Nobody knew where he was. Wow. Weird. We Weird. do say Jobo's everywhere and nowhere at the mm -hmm. same time, and this is literally it. He's yep. here and not here <laughs> at, at the, the same, same time. time. Well, at least a little closure, but... All right, our official list came out to be number one, October, July, September, June, August, May, December, March, April, January, February. Do you know what's left? November. Yeah, November. November's a weird one to put in that in such a predicament like that. Oh, you look great, Joe. I, I would you give. Look fantastic. Thank you. Hey, hey, you look happy. I look. You look like it's May. It is May. <laughs> it looks like we just propped him it's up for March, that. dude. Yeah. That, actually, that list isn't so bad. I think July and September are appropriate. That's, you know, in my top half, obviously. It's high yep. for me. Those aren't bad. November seems weird because November's kind of like, it ain't too shabby. Nothing mm. to shake a stick at. And the holidays are coming, so that's something to There's look hope, forward yeah. to. That's yeah. the only month you should be fulfilled with expectation yes. of what's to come. November. Yep. The yep. holidays start at the end of it. You know, whatever you celebrate in December. That's the only one that's acceptable. They'll be like, oh, this is coming. Yeah. But I guess in fairness, that can create a lot of dread for people as well. So depending True. on what your situation is. So I could sympathize yeah. with that a little bit. Yep. But See, August would be lower down the list for mm, me. Only, only because as a musician, that's when I'm like, if I play outside one more fucking time, I'm going to blow somebody's brains out. You don't like out. to sweat? Uh, you know, not so much. No? Not now that I do it year round. No. Yeah. I don't like it. See, I love it. Like the first few like outside gigs, May, June, July, I'm loving it. I get all the sun. I'm, I love the sun too. I yeah. love it. I, you know, I'm out there. It feels good. I'm happy. I'm wearing, you know, sandals, skirts. Yeah. I'm all excited. By August, I'm like, don't touch me don't talk to me i feel disgusting like yep. all the time yeah yep. and i play like three times as much that time of year as any time for so sure I'm also so tired yeah you're just burned out what's yeah. your favorite outdoor venue in the capital region to play um it it was gaffney's hopefully they'll Ooh. get their oh, hey bring joe back in <laughs> joe's our pr guy yeah well hopefully they get their license back because i really missed singing outside there what's your music style um i just usually say rock yeah. 
because it's hard to quantify. I mean, I, I do a lot of different styles when I play with like the big band and stuff yep. like that. So. so cool. Yeah, we'll have to come out and see a show this summer. But since it's not Gaffney's, what would be a second? Oh, for the summer. Um, I think we're going to be playing at Ciro's a few times. Oh, fun. Love that. We'll play up at the Beach Club up in Lake George. Nice. I've never been there. Me Is that either. open to the public? Yeah. Yeah, I think Ooh. so. Oh, we yeah. You would like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I play at, um, I'm doing the Freedom Park concert in uh, Scotia. In Scotia. Ooh, around Schenectady. We, we'll get an ice cream. Love it. Yep. And yep. It'll be a Wednesday Jumping night. Jumping jacks. Let's get it. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I have a few, uh, I'm doing some original shows with the band, uh, too. Around, I think I'm doing one at uh, Lark Hall in Joe's favorite month. Um, so that's going to be fun. But like that, just, I, I added a horn section. The band just kind of like blew up and it's like a whole different animal now. Oh and my God, that's so, so cool. So I love fun. that. We love Lark Hall. That's a great venue. Awesome. We'll have to, we'll have to go get some ice cream and coffee together and talk about it and meet Susan. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um... Where are we going from here? I'm pushing too hard, aren't I? Feel like it's your first time on. You never know. And your last. You never know. <laughs> you never uh, know. <laughs> it all comes down to March 29th. You have a very big day coming up. I do. Yeah. What's happening? I am recording a comedy album and a live special at the Funny Bone. Um, I recorded another album back in 2019 um, up in Toronto and couldn't release it for obvious reasons, uh, pandemic rolled in. And then uh, about two years ago, I got impatient and I was like, let's just get it out. I don't care if I tour with it or what. I just want something to look forward to. Not to sound grim, but like I just needed a project. I needed something mm-hmm. to totally, yeah. to talk about and to promote. And uh, so the album, uh, the, the label released it and it did very well on uh, Spotify and iTunes and it got picked up by four different serious stations. That's awesome. Yeah, so I was really excited about that, and I have been writing nonstop. I mean, that was my first album, and that was like seven years in comedy, so now I've got like 10 years, and I, I, I'm i constantly writing. Like, I've changed the jokes. Like, I, I thought I had, when I did my CD release party in the summer of 2021, I did a whole new set that wasn't on the album. Somebody's like, oh, I thought you were going to do the album. I'm like, it's not like music. Like, you burn that material. Yeah. You do new stuff. And my set has completely changed even since 2021. And I was like, it's time to do a new album. You know, like immortalize the stuff that you've written and then start to write stuff. But I know that uh, some other comedians, usually I look at comedians that are doing what I want and have what I want. And I'm like, how do I get that? And I know that a lot of them have been doing like YouTube specials. Mm-hmm. And... um it's a good way to just get like good exposure across the country. Touring isn't always optimal. Like uh, touring with comedy is, uh, you have to be willing to be broke. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm just, I, I'm not into that, you yeah. know? And um, so like you get, if you get followers in different places, then you have a better chance of going and working in those cities. And so YouTube is where it's at, producing your own special and just mm-hmm. putting it out there. So Wow, that's awesome. So how do you... What's your process like? Do you write things down? Do you write in your phone? Do you I, I write in my phone. Type. So you're just like something happens in your life and you just jot it on down. Yeah. In fact, I uh, I woke up yesterday and I opened my phone because that's what you do when you first wake up and it opened to my notes and I had written a joke in the middle of the night. 
that I like completely forgot about. And it wasn't that funny, but I laughed that like. That you did it, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, that has potential, you know, but like, I and I just woke up, <laughs> like cracking myself up. And then the next morning I'm like, it doesn't even make sense, but I can work with that. Yeah. Um, usually like, I mean, I think it helps that I just never shut up. So, you know, law of probability, you're bound to say something funny. Mm-hmm. And um, so like, I'll just be having a conversation with somebody and I say something and they laugh and I'm like, and I write down a note and then I flesh Excuse it out. Me. Yeah. I flesh it out a little bit later and then, you know, I go from there and just, yep. and then once you do it on stage, like sometimes it starts with like a really long story and it's way too wordy and it's way too much, but like you try it out anyway. And like a, like a six minute bit can turn into like a couple of lines mm-hmm. of a really good joke. Yeah. Vice versa. I had jokes about being a musician and I just kept adding tags, more and more tags onto it, you know? And like, especially like a night, like last night I was in the moment. It was a great crowd. I wrote like two new tags on the spot for this one joke just because people were laughing. And I was like, I feel like I have to give them more, Mm -hmm. you know? And luckily that's how my brain has been working lately. And so I just want to optimize that and just do as much comedy as I can. That's so cool. That's awesome. Do you get nervous going out there? Yeah. 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 You do. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you get through it? You don't drink. I don't drink. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, um, I think the nerves are good, honestly. And like, I get people that always say to me, they're like, oh, don't be nervous. And I'm like, first of all, that's not how that works. Um, (laughs) oh, okay. Um, but also I'm like, I need to be nervous. If I'm not nervous, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Like if you see me like super confident before a show, it's probably not going to go well Mm because I'm not taking it seriously. I'm not, you know, like I need to be a little bit nervous. Yeah. We call that being locked in. Yeah. You're totally locked in. Clear head, ready to go. Did you watch the Chris Rock special? I did. What'd you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was good too. I I saw a couple things that people thought it wasn't that strong and I laughed. I, I enjoyed it. There were a few jokes that were honestly a little bit weak, but there's stuff that he gets away with just because he's just naturally funny. I yeah. like that he says some things that you're like, oh, wow, like it seems like a simple thought, but like he said it. Like, hmm, I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, but it was good. I actually was going to put a joke on, on my Facebook, but I'm not ready for the backlash. I was going to say my favorite part about it was that nobody in the audience talked. <laughs> they did <laughs> well not like they were making me they, no there are people talking last night yeah no i meant chris rocks oh. my favorite thing about chris okay. rock special is that nobody in the audience talked i was going to be a little thirsty and put I that got, out there i got you yeah you and should then, have. i was ready to yell at those people i'm still gonna probably do it yeah i just people don't know yeah you know, don't. like music, yeah, whatever. You want to talk through it. But it's like certain shows, like you just, you can't talk. And mm-hmm. if, if that is your compulsion, I understand that. But just don't come to I something don't. like yeah, this. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's crazy. It's, you just, and it goes by so fast, right? Like you kind of got to stay on pace, like as an audience member, like you got to keep it going. And yeah. I, I listen to a ton of comics on podcasts nowadays. And when they have a crowd that's just too drunk or too over the top, like you can only do so much crowd work to get them back. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about it because we do this live, we do podcasts live and, you know, we specifically kind of time it and pick selective venues that we know we have more control over the crowd going into it because once you lose it, especially with the podcast, because you're really just talking. Yeah. Where there's not a punchline every two seconds. And, you know, keeping that captive audience is is really out of your control sometimes. Well, yeah. And even the the woman last night that I put the show together with, um, she was one of the waitresses. She's awesome. I've known her for a long time. And I went in there to play music uh, last month. 
and I didn't even know about the side room and I saw it and was immediately like, I need to do comedy in there. And so we put it together like two weeks and she said, you know, it was like, it was the first one. So we learned what we could do better for next time. And, um, she was like, yeah, she goes, you know, we could do such bigger things over there. I'm like, it wouldn't work in the bigger room. There's, there's TVs, there's big glass windows. There's people that are coming to uh, patronize your, your establishment that don't want anything to do with a comedy show. So you, and there are some finicky people that just show up for some pot roast and you're like, there's comedy. You got to be quiet. And they're like, I'll never be back. You know, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. And so you need it to be a separate room. It has to be a quiet room. There has to be no distractions. And it's very, like, I've had a lot of venues that see that I do shows and see that I have like, you know, modicum of success with the shows that I do. And they're like, I want to do that. And I'm like, let me come see your venue. And I look and I have to tell them, I'm like, it won't work here. Yep. And I'm like, you're welcome to try it anyway, but I'm not, I, not with me, not with me. And like, I mean, you can't have a comedian that has to move out of the way every time somebody goes to the bathroom. Like it's just a, it's not practical. Right. For sure. Yeah. Funny bone is great though. I'm excited for you to be there because that really obviously is a true born comedy club. Exactly. It's the perfect spot for it. It, You know? And it's like, I mean, it's, it's my home club, you know? It's like, I was so glad when they built that a few years ago and it's just always so great to work there. Yeah. Yeah. And you've done it a lot, right? I have. Yeah. This is the first time that this is a pretty big undertaking though, because Mm -hmm. it's uh, two shows, 300 people each that I want to, you know, if I don't sell it out, it won't be the end of the world, but I, I don't accept that. Like I'm going to, I'm going to sell it out, you know, like, you know, Philly vanilla is going to win and (laughs) I'm going to sell out the funny bone. Me and Jonah, we're going to make t-shirts. Perfect. (laughs) Manifesting it, baby. So, so what should people know? People who want to come out. Is this like the first in its area? Like the first of its kind in Albany? I could be wrong. I very rarely am. Um, but I don't think any other comedians have done an album or a special. Mm -hmm. Um, Album, I could be wrong. Special, I know. I'm, I'm. I mean, I would love it if somebody could prove me wrong. Be polite about it. I'm not being like obtuse. Like, oh, I don't. Like, I'm not Mariah. Like, I didn't know you existed. Like, you know, I just don't know. You well, know? clearly, it wasn't that good. Have yeah. you ever heard of it, Jonah? <laughs> nope. No. No. So that's why we're, we're very excited to just see this process because we, yeah, as Taylor said, we do the live shows, which is similar in terms of you know getting people there, putting, you know, keeping their attention having it be good material. Obviously you have to be a lot sharper and more prepared. Um, but I'm like thrilled that this is happening. Cause like, or, you know, the bottom line of what we're doing here is to develop the creative economy here in the capital region. And you've been doing it for so long. So it's awesome to see like this, this pinnacle of it right here. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. Um, uh, like what do you want from us? I mean, I just, well, first I guess tell people how, where to go well, if they want to go. They can go uh, to my website, which is AaronHarks.com, mm-hmm. H-A-R-K-E-S. And um, I have a link for the tickets on there. If you sign up for my mailing list, you get a chance to win some free tickets. Um, I don't spam. I send like six a year. I'm like the lamest when it comes to like a mailing list. I'm like, who even checks email anymore? Um, but um, so there are chances to get free tickets. There's two shows. There's one at six and one at eight. Um only come if you can behave yourself, obviously. <laughs> um, I just, I, I don't know. I'm just really, I'm really excited about it. I think that, you know, a lot of people think that you have to live in like a major city to make it in this industry. And that's, you know, to a degree that might be true, but I believe that I can do 
great things right here in the capital region and this is my home and I'm yeah. I, I'm very excited to do this here yeah, yeah you can and you are which is awesome it's great for us to just learn we from are them. guys yeah we're we believe it. it if you believe it you can do it for the most part yeah. one button at a time yep what'd you say one button at a time one button at a time yeah button, one button by at button. a time button by button well we got to think of a good flavor before we go back to Stewart. button by that. button because button isn't button you don't want to think about putting a button in your mouth, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it, I think it would be something, too something deep. Like whatever's in the ice cream, like two, like two pretzels deep or two, sure. two chips deep. Like we had two different ch- types of chips Peanut in there. button pandemonium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is we'll weird. Just, let's just white label one of their most successful flavors. Yeah, it is weird when you think about ice cream though, because like they're... Like, if I had to design a flavor right now, like, I can't. Like, I all the ice cream that's out there, I like. Like, it exists already. I can't necessarily be like, I need to create this to fill a void in the ice cream game. I'm going to bring back the cookie candy. Yeah, cookie, maybe. That's what you would do, for can, sure. If you can really channel what was in it. You stumped Gary. So you might have been make, making it up. I Listen, <laughs> I... I did a lot of drugs back then, but I know <laughs> I know my ice cream. Is that something you were smuggling across the border? This ice you cream? never know. I Why think if, if we could yeah, reignite that, that would be a fun full circle moment. I have I've I like gotten M&Ms. some drugs to and fro before two M's deep. Yeah. Two M and M deep. Yeah. All right. We'll workshop that, but we'll work on that. March 29th, Albany Funny Bone. Aaron Harks, AaronHarks.com. Mm-hmm. We'll be there. I think we should do some sort of interview, like leading up to it. I would love uh, that. Build some last minute hype. Yep. And uh, we'll pack the house. 600 people. That I can't wait. There's Let's that many go. people in the area, right? I think we can yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. At least, we'll, if anything, we'll just be going to Crossgates and just bringing people in if we really have to fill a couple. Oh but God. I don't think, I don't <laughs> think you know what? Though, that's that. how they do it. That's yeah. how they do it in the city. They're called yeah. Barkers. Just like Jimmy Fallon. Hey, does anybody in this mall right now? want to sit at a comedy show yes come on in with us and you're not gonna yep. have to do that though we've, there's no doubt. we've come full circle now. look at that yep. look at that jimmy yep. will be there we'll Neatly. call him oh, shut <laughs> up free jimmy pay for aaron's tickets all righty folks thanks for tuning into behind the buttons we will see you on the internet